0: McFarland, McFarlane Energy, thanks so much once again for sponsoring the Bradfow Show. And we do a Bradfow Show today, fresh off a Red Sox 6-2 win over the Tigers. The Bradfow Show on the go, 39-31 for the Red Sox, swept another series. They are just on fire, 16-4 over the last 20 games, outscoring their opponents 98-59, 7-2 and on this current 9-game homestand. And most importantly, oh my goodness, the City Connect uniforms, 13 times they've worn them since debuting last season. They are 11-2, including 5-0 this season. Well, the, the, probably the star of the game this time around was Rob Snyder. You may know him as the outfielder they called up uh, a little bit into the year this year. He's having a really, really good run with the Red Sox. First time with the Red Sox. He's played in 10 games now. And he's hitting 407 with a 1098 ERA. Like I said, he had a home run last night. This is a guy who debuted at Fenway Park back in 2015 with the Yankees. Who could forget that? Second game he ever played, he had a home run at Fenway Park. So he stayed with the Yankees all the way through 2017, went to Tampa 2018. So obviously he has a history with High Bloom there. Went to Texas in 2020, Minnesota 2021. But when you listen to Rob, and we sat down with him in the dugout for a little bit, when you listen to him, he really it is really striking how lost he was as a major league player up until the last couple of years. And and he figured some things out. Boom, it's clicked. And it seems to be clicking with a lot of these guys, man. Like it's unbelievable. This is a great storyline for the Red Sox, how many guys have come up from Worcester and actually produced when it's counted the most because you've had instances where you Kike Hernandez and Nathan Ovaldi and Garrett Whitlock, all of them, and they keep on trucking. I mean, it's pretty incredible. So as we sit here right now, the Red Sox are, as we said, 39-31. They are, are just a half game in back of the wildcard leaders, the Toronto Blue Jays. That's incredible. So now you have Cleveland has overtaken the Twins in the Central, so they're at thirty-eight and thirty-two. They're going to play the Indians uh, coming up now on Friday. They're ahead of the Rays. The Rays who lost again. So it's all it's tight there. I mean, then then you jump down the White Sox and Rangers. White Sox three and a half back of the Wild Card. Rangers four back. So, you know, with the Red Sox, they are, when you talk about being the hottest team, they are the hottest team. And, and we've talked about this earlier this week. They also are a very good team. They're a, good, they're a team that can actually win the whole thing with a tweak here, with the right stretch here, and everything else. I mean, you could do it. You could do it. With a little luck and a lot of hard work, you can do it. But you know what? A piece of the puzzle, a piece of the puzzle, we sat down with Rob Ref Snyder. I think you're going to find it interesting. It's his path, his journey, his mindset, all of it. And by the way, did he know he had a home run? Subscribe, follow, do all that stuff, please, please, please. Big news coming up next week for the Brad Foe Show. You're going to want to follow along. We're very excited. Me, Coop, Nate, the whole gang, everybody. Ben Ellis down, our minor league correspondent. A lot of good stuff going on. Today, the good stuff, Rob R. Snyder. This is a cliche question, but when you talk about, like, Think something that you did that you felt
1: helped you take another step, and every, in, you know, in, in, oh, yeah. was it is there something that jumps out? Oh man,
2: I hated my career uh, uh, the first couple of years. I just hated the trajectory of it. I mean, there's so many things, you know. I mean, my swing's way different. My mentality, like, I playing in a different positions. Like, there's so much, and like uh, you definitely get. Yeah, I mean. I was awful. It, right? you know, it was awful I, for long stretches of my career. I hate it. You know, it was, um, you know I was like trying to do. I don't,
1: I don't know how to say it in right? like one, you know. Small, well, well, you know. if you like, here's a, here's what when you say that, what jumps to mind is how we were introduced to you. Yeah. We were introduced to you your second game. You made a home run at Fenway Park. Yeah. Like, and and by the way, like leading into that game. Oh, this guy's a good player. He's a good prospect. He hits a home run. You're on your way. But you're saying like, yeah,
2: like oh, well, my first year was different. I was I was playing. Uh, I was playing second, right? I was playing yeah. second. Uh, man, I had a great support staff. He had me in second base. Uh, Justin Tordy, who left baseball shortly after that, um, and Carlos Mendoza, now the mm-hmm. bench coach for the Yankees. They were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The coaches. I wasn't. I wasn't a to be honest. It was more like they didn't think I could play center, so they didn't think my bat would play in the corners, so it was like, put him at second base, and we worked really hard, and then the next year, I I, I had a pretty good, I had an okay year that year, Mm -hmm. I I played in the postseason, um, and then the next year, um, they had me start jumping around, like, trying to, all over the place, and I was not good at that. I I, I was not. A, I'm not a natural infielder. Like I mm-hmm. had to like work really hard to be there. I, I wasn't good. Like, yeah. At, like, uh, uh, Girardi had me at third and first and second and, like left and right and like. It just it was a grind, and I, and um, and then that off season they had me kind of doing some mechanical adjustments with hitting, and I just like lost myself. I like really didn't know myself as a ball but like it was, it was what like blind, year was that uh 16 17 okay. and then i met um a hitting coach that you know helped me kind of like get back to what i was doing because i'm doing a lot of things i was doing before but now like with a couple tweaks but like a couple years like i did not know how to swing a bat like it, really? it was like i was in the big leagues and i was just like i have no idea what i'm doing which sucks because like you you it does uh, like you're you're like uh, looked at for those numbers and like it's kinda like oh you'll always be that type of right, player. But you're you're building your reputation, right? Also yeah. like I I was up and down so much for a couple years. I haven't had over three hundred player appearances since twenty fifteen. Yeah. So like you really don't learn how to be a ball player unless you play a bunch, you know. Right. So I was like that was off. I was such a grind. i I take all accountability for my career, it's just like, dude, was, God, it was all, it was bad. But,
1: but you said, like, what, around 2018, you're like, okay. Yeah, so, like,
2: I'm trying to think of the right year. It's like, uh, I met um, Wallenbrock and, and Chris, Chris, who's actually here
1: in... Uh, oh, uh, JD's, the yeah, guys at JD, AB were about. in seven, 18, I okay. met him in 18.
2: I had no idea it was like I was like uh, I, I could barely swim a bat I felt like it was just like all just to, like go out there and compete but it was like if you're in damage counts I wasn't going to hit the ball hard so I met them at 18 and then I met somebody else and like so I started get a foundation of like kind of where I wanted to be as a hitter again and then last year I met another like, good hitting coach who's now the head guy in Baltimore okay so I, without those guys' helps, I'd
1: be lost. I'd, I'd be screwed. So when go to go back to the guys that you worked with, you, you name names and immediately yeah. at JD, did you come across JD at all? Or I mean, no, because uh, like he, because like when he was first came here, he was getting guys to go out there. and He was, you know, working with them. And
2: yeah, um, I had never come across JD. Obviously, JD's the first guy to come, you know, to mind when, with with Wallenbrock yeah, yeah, and those yeah. guys. But then JD's doing his own thing. Like yeah, yeah.
1: Everyone's different, I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. so I
2: just wanted, I just needed some information. Like, I I needed, like, i never, as a hitter growing up, I just, I was my hitting coach, you know. Really? It was just, like, a feel thing. Even in,
1: like, Arizona. Yeah, Yeah. so
2: when I lost that feeling, it was just a feeling. It wasn't, I didn't have the foundation. I didn't know what I was doing, so, like... I, was, I didn't know what I was doing for a couple of years yeah. I was just lost, defensively and offensively, it was, it was, it was bad, and then Because you were
1: probably a talented guy, and they are like, go get him Yeah, but
2: so that, um, so it was in 16, I had like 100 and something plate appearances and I didn't hit a home run so they were like, that was like one of the big fly ball kind of things, mm-hmm. so they like the Yankees, and I mean um, I guess my agents and stuff, they are like, oh, like let's try to like tweak some things, maybe get the ball in the air a little bit and then it, it like went it was so bad I was I was missing balls like right down the middle of really like? training I was like oh shit like I'm so screwed like so I was like trying to find it in the big leagues so my worst year in the big leagues was 17 and okay. I was like no idea I I was like it was like 2-0 and I was hitting bottom of the order so it wasn't like pitchers were I guess my, my the strongest suit my game has been my eye so like I, I generally know what pitchers will try to do to me and yeah. it's like you're in a situation where like you know what they're going to do to you and you can't do anything right? you're just going to roll over to shortstop or like yeah. get a lazy fly ball so I was like oh shit like, this is not good like, so that I mean that went on for 17 18 and then 19 and then this, uh, 19 I was with the Triple A with the Reds, and yeah. like, I got to play and experiment with stuff, and then I felt better after that. So after 19, it was like, man, I feel so much better. I feel better. And I last year, player.
1: last year you felt pretty good. Yeah, I had a good stretch for a little yeah. bit,
2: and then got kind of cold at the end. But I felt like it's the hardest I've hit. I, I just felt I felt good. Again. What?
1: And I know that you've been asked this before, but when you when you're looking at teams to sign with, like yeah. with the Red Sox, it's was there. How do you look at that? I've never been a free agent. Yeah,
2: um, Chad asked me this this in yeah. spring, and it's a good, it's a good, it's a great question. I feel like it's a question that people don't like talk about too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like a super sexy question that they yeah. ask, but it's like um, probably where my wife and my son would be most comfortable with like commuting. Um, we were looking at maybe Arizona spring training, but then you know, in the Red Sox called, and they they definitely went above and beyond like what a minor league signing kind of scenario would feel like with like we hopped on a Zoom call I talked to a couple people I talked to Fatsy um, so they just definitely uh, made me feel the most value in my skill set
1: so and it's not necessarily like because the, the easy way to look at it is look, I'm looking at a depth chart yeah, and this yeah. this is yeah. the, but it's, it's, it's a lot more than that because yeah. huh? I think I
2: signed when Renfro was still here yeah, yeah. so was like yeah, um, I think the most important thing is like the the timing of the call. For me, it's like if somebody calls me early in the offseason, probably means I'm like you know, they value the whatever yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's important. And then I had a relationship, a relationship with him before, and like I can't speak hot, like as hot, like he's, he's great for yeah. guys in my position. Like, yeah, he's not trying to like hoard guys like me. It's like okay. I'm going to sign you because I think you can bring some value. I think you can help out. I'm not going to just, like, stockpile you in AAA. Whereas, like, a lot of people, like, just stockpile guys who have some experience sure. in AAA. And it's like, obviously, they're trying to do their job, but sometimes they forget, like, we got fam, Like, you know, like, oh, we're yeah. just trying to find the best situation. And Himes, like, above and beyond what he needs to do with right. communication and Abraham as well. Like, yeah. they're, they're great. So I, I just wanted, like... As much transparency as possible, and they gave it to me from the start. Yeah. So that's, I guess, for me, that's what I look for now. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, the best transparency. It's like, oh right, was a- like they could, shoot, like they, I could sign, but then in a day or so, they could sign another guy like me just because it's probably too good to yeah. pass up. But like yeah. they won't yeah. roadblock us if you know in spring training. Yeah. You know, so. It, that's, I guess, what i like. right for.
1: they Right. They say, we see this in you. We think that, you know, that you can do this. Yeah. And, and this might allow you to take off. I guess early on, I went for, like, the depth chart. I was
2: like, oh, I, I stack up here and there. But then you... And then some people will just flat out, like, not tell you the truth. And you get to spring <laughs> training, you're like, oh, shit, this is not a good situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be grinding here. Um, and, I, yeah, so... Heim was just like way, way, way more transparent than he had to be. Yeah. And but like he's been, I guess he said something in the media where like he just tries to be as like honest as possible. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like super. I mean, I'm 31, so yeah. it's like, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Like, yeah. He he definitely balances like a lot of like what you can tell people what you can. He does above and beyond. What's
1: the thing? Well, this is the last thing. Thanks for taking. The yeah, time. yeah. Um, is in the in this since you've been with the Red Sox. Has there, you talk about the evolution and everything, has there been something that sort of clicked for you? Maybe even since you got called up here, I don't know.
2: Mm, I think they do a really good job from triple A to the big leagues keeping the message pretty, like... I mean, you look at some of the guys that have come up and contributed, yeah. and I think it's a lot, you have to give a lot of credit to like, the minor league, uh, I guess like from the liaisons from minor leagues, to the big leagues. Oh, sure. Like, shoot, like, Franchi had a great game right? Um,
1: yesterday, J.D., we, t- we were just talking about, like, the guys have been living a lot of injuries, but I it has been mean, a lot of injuries. I think they value that, like, it's not going to be
2: 26 people on the roster. You're going to have in the 40s probably. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's just part of the – so I think they're doing a great job of, like, making sure those 14, 15 guys are, you know, as prepared as possible. Um, so I yeah. think a lot of credit uh, goes that? to, like – those people, and um, I think the hitting and pitching messages have been pretty, like, Same. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think AC sets a tone with that. Like, I think it makes everyone feel pretty valued, and um, I think the supports staff have a triple-A, like, you know, people, I mean, uh, keeping guys on the field, and then uh, the scouting, like, everything is just really, really good. Yeah. The best I've seen from triple-A to the big leagues. Really? I don't think it's a I don't think it's like a surprise that like you see Winkowski doing a great job, you see Stryker, you see Danish, you see guys that have were in AAA like you know contributing. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool to see. Like, yeah, you don't. I don't think I've seen it. Guys from AAA having that big of an impact. It's That's like, a subtle right? thing. People
1: like, don't like appreciate that probably enough. Like yeah. it's, it used to be, by the way, where if you're going up. You know, veterans aren't going to even talk to you, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and now it's like, well, we need you to help us, and this is we're all in this together. Yeah, I've been on teams where it's like still like that,
2: and then I've been on teams where it's been like, I think the be- like the top veterans set the tone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you look at like Bogarts, you can't ask for a better veteran, right? As yeah. a leader than like Bogarts, and like you look at the pitching side, you got Evo and Chris Sale, they're like greatest examples of right. how to like be professional be like accommodating towards a younger player they just they 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 walk that fine line of like like a leader captain and then teammate friend like they just they do it so well it's like not surprising why they've been so successful you look at then you look at Devers and JD and you know Vaskey like they have so many guys this is like a
1: deep postseason run last year and it's Mm. like to your I mean, point, you need a lot of guys. I mean, yeah. they understand that. Yeah, I yeah. think. I, yeah,
2: they're just they're they're just so good in their roles. They have been. And I think they understand the yeah. parts of like you're gonna you're gonna need a whole team yeah. to like get it done. I mean, look at, Where were you? Just across the league, I think now it's like yeah, you're seeing less and less of like the school like making people <laughs> feel comfortable. And, you have
0: ice there? Which
2: I don't I, I don't know what oh, the right man. answer is like but it's it's cool to see guys
0: come in and contribute right away yeah and then try to do it the right way yeah